Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Alex. Today on the podcast, we have Tessa Shedder and Hannah Wildhopper. Now, these two friends met up in Alaska. Pretty funny circumstance they get into in the podcast. But we've known Tessa for years now. Met her through Instagram. Um, started talking with her a long time ago when we first started the business. And Hannah and her husband, Luke, did a photo shoot for us a while back. And they uh, have become buddies of ourselves and the brand. And um, these two just so happen to be friends as well and they were in the neighborhood so we thought we'd sit down and have a conversation with them uh, pretty fun conversation we hope you guys dig it so without further ado tessa shutter and hannah wildhopper all right so today welcome tessa shutter and hannah wildhopper we'll thank say you. it right <laughs> so um thank you guys for coming in um tessa you're here in Salem from mm-hmm. Alaska. What yeah. part of Alaska are, do you um, normally preside in? So I grew up in Wasilla, but Cora and I moved to Anchorage for school and we kind of just stayed there for work and stuff. So you're so, like in Anchorage proper? Yeah, yeah, technically in Anchorage, but um, family grew up, went to school in Wasilla. I don't know where you go from there because you left the <laughs> Do you remember Wasilla? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, Hannah? Yes. You're from Salem, like, or, or for actually, you're not from Salem. You're you're are you're working in Salem though, right? Working in Salem from Yam Hill. I live in Dayton. After I got married, we moved to Dayton, so Dayton. I'm just like 40 minutes from here. Nice. So I'm a local. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you two ladies are um, people that if if you guys follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen some of their photos on our feed but also you probably follow them as well Mm -hmm. um more than likely um and i appreciate you guys coming in and talking to us because it's always cool especially for me as uh the father of two daughters who is hopefully they're pretty young still but hopefully raising uh women in the outdoors it's cool to have you guys in here and get your guys' perspective so um Recently, you guys, oh wait, before we jump into that, let me kind of get from each one of you sort of kind of an origin story. Um, So we'll start with you, Tessa. How did you get introduced to the world of hunting and fishing in the outdoors? Yeah, so pretty much I've kind of like said this every time, so it's a little bit of a cliche, but being (laughs) born and raised in Alaska, I kind of just grew up around it. Um, my, My family wasn't super... And I mean, they were, we had a cabin in Talkeetna and we went fishing, salmon fishing a lot, but never was really into the hunting, would go fishing just kind of like as a family. Um, but it was when I started in Corey, actually, that he and his family are super into the outdoors. They, he grew up hunting, he grew up fishing. So I kind of just kinda was introduced to it more that way than I was growing up doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So he introduced me to a lot of that. I was actually not into hunting. <laughs> not into hunting. I did not think it was cool. You know, I was yeah. like, oh, you're killing animals. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want you to go hunting. Like, I don't want to go with you if you're going to be doing that. But it took me a minute. But I, I learned that it's it's more than just killing an animal. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. know, knowing where meat comes from and someone who eats meat all the time. Yeah. I kind of realized I was being a little bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I, I understand it now. I appreciate it now. Um, you know what's interesting about that is, is that you don't um, – I've come across many people 
mm-hmm. who, uh, especially living in like Northeast Portland in, in an urban center mm-hmm. for years, you come across a lot of people who, who have that um, mentality, mainly because they just have never been exposed to it. Right. A lot of times it's, it's a, for lack of a better term, kind of an ignorance of it. That's, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I came from. And so they have this opinion about something and mm-hmm. there's really no basis for that opinion because right. they haven't given it the time to explore it. And once they yeah. do, they go, oh, wow, yeah, I yeah. didn't understand exactly. it. Exactly, and, and through, with you know, being with Corey, he watches a lot of hunting videos, mm-hmm. a lot of fishing videos, and people like Joe Rogan and yeah, Stephen yeah. Ranella, the meat eater. Yep. He kind of started watching those, and I would watch them with him, and just slowly but surely, I would understand more and you know mm-hmm. appreciate it more, and not not think that it's all about the killing or the trophy. Because when I when I thought about hunting, I was like, oh, you're just killing an animal to hang its head yeah. in your wall. Yeah, yeah. Which it is that's the last thing that it's yeah. about. Yeah. And so I actually went on my first caribou hunt in 2018 and got a caribou nice on my first yeah. ever hunt I that's awesome how it, it was a kind of a mess but we got through it, <laughs> we got through it. well first time usually is, yeah right? yeah and so we have freezers full of fish and caribou and moose sometimes bear you know it's it's really nice to know where your meat come came from and mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't understand that like oh you're you're on hunting like oh no we're going food hunting like yeah that's yeah what it's about Just going so, to the grocery store yeah, yeah yeah and it's a lot of work holy moly it yeah. is hard um but you know I'm really glad that I came around yes yeah. yeah it was kind of ignorant of me and I was being kind of a hypocrite because I love chicken nuggets <laughs> and I love cheeseburgers I love have you hunted sticks. a chicken nugget before <laughs> um, yeah actually I we do ptarmigan hunting and so I would make chicken nuggets out of the ptarmigan it's my favorite yeah you know um I think it's really important that as a group of hunters and anglers that we don't when people do have that type of outlook on hunting and fishing that we don't play into that and and ridicule them and you know that's one thing that I really respect about Steve Ranella and what he's done with Mediator is that he is trying to expose people to that Mm -hmm. side of life who may have give them an the availability to explore that without feeling intimidated and and I really think that that's cool because there's a lot of different you know there's a there's the uh there's the kind of hunting bro scene, you know, mm-hmm. that I think mm-hmm. I think can put a lot of people off and can make it to where people don't even want to try to explore right. a different perspective. Well, you know? it's like being new at anything, too. It's yeah. like if you don't come from that background. Because, like, for me, I grew up with four sisters, so I don't – I've never really – not that a group of girls can't hunt, but it yeah. just wasn't really what we did. Sure. But – Everybody at my school, everybody in my town did it. So it doesn't bother me at all. I just never really took to it. But I would have no problem going. I just don't really. So who introduced you to the world of Um. So like I said, I I grew up just in a rural small town where hunting and fishing was just, you know, everybody's hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, But my husband, Luke, is who really introduced me to um, fishing on a bigger scale. When I grew up and I was younger, I would lake fish on my grandparents' private lake and I would throw like a little hot dog into the water and watch the bass or the bluegill just 
grab it and then I would be like, okay, somebody take this off the hook for yeah, me because I yeah. don't want to touch it. Yeah. Um, That's pretty typical little kid fishing, yes, by the way. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. one of those five dollar Walmart mm-hmm. princess mm-hmm. poles. Yeah. 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 So that's so when I first started talking to my husband and he told me he was into fishing, I'm like, Yeah, me too. Like I fish all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then funny. he took me on our first steelhead trip and I sure I was hung up in every tree and he was probably yelling at me and I was probably yelling at him and there was a period of time where I told him there was like a six month span where I was like I'm not I'm not fishing with you anymore because this is too stressful like I just I can't do it and I'm not like I can't do it to your standards but then um we kind of got through that and he really started to teach me and then over the past like seven eight years he's just taught me more and more and really everything I know is because of him and all the trips we took before I ever hooked into a steelhead um and then when I finally did you know the first one of course I lost it and then I was like oh my gosh this is why people fish this is amazing yeah yeah and then I finally you know caught my first one on my own and since then um we just have this good routine he's on the on the sticks and he likes yeah. that because he has fished his whole life so he really enjoys watching me be able yeah. to have that excitement and um yeah really everything i know is because of him cool so yeah right on yeah so you guys got the opportunity to go out here the other day right yes, we did. and we obviously won't blast any river names <laughs> but you had a successful trip yeah right yeah, yeah. it was successful yeah yeah so, um, Tessa, you got into a nice fish. Was that was that your first Oregon steelhead? Uh, yeah, my first steelhead. Well, my first good sized fish out of Alaska, really. We yeah. come down and fish like little ponds, and we catch a little cutthroat on yeah. the rivers down south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was my first. I would say first official fish of out of Alaska. It was yeah. so bright. It was awesome, and. Yeah. What was different for me was that it was not a fly rod. Yeah, Which, yeah. Yeah, and so it's funny because when they came up and fished with us in Alaska, and what we do is pretty much all fly fishing. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, you're going to have to teach us. We're not going to be good at it. And I'm like, no, it's easy. Like, you don't get it. Like, you guys are going to be fine. Yeah. And so now it was reversed this time because yeah. we're yeah. like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I was getting hung up on sticks and trees, and I couldn't cast the center rod. It's different. It's so different. And even when I hooked into the steelhead. Okay, so sorry about the interruption there. You were talking about um, catching the your first Oregon steelhead on a uh, gear rod rather than a fly yes. rod. Yes. Yeah, so... No, you're okay. you're good. So just uh, the difference between the two, I can t- I can tell you from my experience um, between catching fish on a spay rod versus catching fish on conventional gear, mm-hmm. um, like they they each kind of have their own fun mm-hmm. thing about yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that hooking up on a spay rod is a hell of a lot more fun than hooking <laughs> up on, 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 on conventional gear. But like fighting a fish is kind of the same to me, really. I mean, it, it was quicker for me. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe it was just because it wasn't that huge of a fish, but no, it was kind of like, they're like, reel it in, reel it in. I'm like, I don't have to like let it run or I don't have to like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Well, I, and I remember Corey being like, Wow, like you really have to tie up your gear good because mm-hmm. it's it, like it's a lot of force. Yeah, like it's a lot of force. And 
I don't know if this makes a huge difference because I don't like fly fish super often, but what I felt was the hardest about fly fishing was you can only reel to a certain point and then you can't reel in anymore. You have to like oh, pick yeah, up the we rod. Oh, yeah, um, indicators. Oh, yeah, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was just really hard for me because I was mm-hmm. like, how do I like get Yeah, landing fish? a fish on a fly rod is, is like, a different deal, yeah, yeah, for sure. Somebody have a net or something. Yeah, yeah even but, just yeah. a good-sized trout is, is a different it was, experience. It was so fun. You know? I feel like yeah. the trip to Alaska taught me so much and um just so much about fishing in general and like handling fish and just so is that how you guys met <laughs> how did you guys <laughs> it's kind of it's funny so it funny. she actually i fangirled over tessa for years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that was so rude. <laughs> for years i was like this girl's so amazing and i thought so she just wants to know all my fishing is fun <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because um, they would come up to Alaska. Yes, we worked at a lodge in Alaska. Yeah. And I knew she was from there. Yeah, and we actually had a mu- mutual friend who his parents, Tyson Johnson, I'm sure he will want his... Shout out. Shout out, Tyson. <laughs> um, his family owns a lodge. Right next to where right we worked. Right next to where they worked. And oh, okay. so he, I don't know how it was like, oh, this girl said, you know. I was probably like, or something. do you know Tessa Shedder? She's from Alaska. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just funny that through him, it was, he had messaged me like, oh, this girl Hannah like was so excited you followed her back on Instagram mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> and she ended up, I think it was in 2017. Yes, 2017 yeah. is when I first reached out about how to catch grayling in Alaska yeah. because I really and wanted to catch a grayling. I yeah, me trusted too. her enough to respond. <laughs> she did. She responded. Yeah. And then we reached, I reached out about some camera things and mm-hmm. stuff. So it, I guess we go back to 2017, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. But I... I don't know. I didn't really like open up to like, oh, I want to be like. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and two, like we lived forever right, apart. Right. Right. But um, we finally went to Alaska, and she actually reached out mm-hmm. to me this last summer yeah. and asked if we wanted to meet up for lunch, and I was like, oh my gosh, of course. Mm-hmm. So we met up for lunch, and then we ended um, up hanging out like the whole day. Yeah, hung out the whole day, and then they were like, you guys should come back and fly fish in November with us, and we were like, oh yeah, like maybe, yeah. and then. My husband and I were like, um, yeah, like let's actually make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. It was awesome. Cool. Yeah. Right on. So how I've been to I've been to Alaska myself and fished and and I could tell you that, you know, fisheries are very different up there, obviously. Super different. Than down here. So like what is what's probably the most outstanding difference? for you from fishing up there constantly to fishing mm-hmm. down here? Um, I, I mean, it could be just the weekend that we came down, but yeah. definitely the quantity of fish. Oh, yeah. It, it's always, yeah. It's always yeah. that and, way. Yeah. Um, one thing that was actually kind of shocking to me and Corey was just the fishing etiquette, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very strange for us um, because, I mean, it's no secret that me and Corey fish the Kenai yeah. very often, and it's a very large river, and a lot of people fish on the Kenai. And the majority of people do fly fish. There are some people yeah. that use spinner rods for yeah. salmon. and um, It is kind of like you're on your own out there. Like, nobody's your friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, when While we were fishing with Hannah and Luke in their drift boat, um, someone would be anchor, anchored up. Yeah. And fishing from their boat, and Luke would just like 
you know, boat right past him, and me and yeah. Corey would look at each other like, did he just low-hole those guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, are you going to get mad at us? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and they're oh, like, hey, hey, guys. How you doing yeah. today? Did you oh, catch Yeah, I hope you guys catch us then, you know? Yeah. And we're just like... Oh my gosh, people are so nice here. Because there's not 8,000 miles of pristine river to fish, right? Which is strange to me because, like, fishing up here, or down here, compared to the Kenai River, which is known for all of its fish, you know, big fish, and the large quantities of it, you would think that's like, you're just, like, you're going to go out there and catch fish. Everyone's going to get one, so it's okay. But it turns into this huge competition yeah first like oh that guy caught like a 30 inch or like oh i only caught 25 today like how what did he use like i can't believe he caught a fish that's bigger than Mm -hmm. mine and while we're down here and they're like well i just hope someone catches something yeah Yeah, i just hope somebody gets into something yeah yeah it was an eye-opener for us because we kind of just thought that you're not really friends with anybody when you're on the river. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a friendly person, and so I don't, like, I get excited when I see a boat hooking up because I'm like, oh, that means, like, we'll have a chance maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, good for them. Like, that's exciting. Um, but pretty much, like, everyone's your enemy. Well, <laughs> you know, crazy. hey, it's not all sunshine and roses yeah. down here, too. I mean, there are yeah. plenty of times when people are very, very rude. <laughs> but yeah. most, more often than not, people yeah. are pretty cool yeah. on the rivers yeah. down here. And. Yeah, and it was funny because when we were in Alaska, we were um, we had pulled off onto a bank and were fishing from the bank, and a boat was drifting by us, right over where we were fishing. And so Corey and I were like, "Dude!" Yeah. But then Hannah's like, "Hey guys!" And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, bringing Hi, some of that Oregon etiquette up to Alaska. And she's yeah. like, "What are you doing? Don't talk to them." Oh, I know. I know. We were we were on. Uh, we went up to the Copper River Basin, dude. Uh, um, silvers and we all had our own boats and there's a couple guys and you know we're three guys from Oregon same thing hey guys yeah. they're like no, what? no yeah, don't talk to me <laughs> don't talk to me um, so you guys being female anglers who are on the uh, who are on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff there's all the uh, BS that comes along with mm-hmm. that um but that being said, the, the few females that I spoke to on this podcast is it's encouraging to to find that in their experiences, it seems like things are getting better when yeah. it comes to the any kind of like harassment or that I, type of stuff. And I remember you and I spoke at one time, long time <laughs> ago, about a specific harassment episode that we won't talk about here. I was just but, yeah, about the on yeah, the drive here. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, years ago. That's but um, you know, I feel like I feel like it's just becoming more I guess okay, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be just shocking, like, oh I can't believe there's a, a female out here fishing. Mm-hmm. But right. now it's like, wow, it, it it's not so it's it's more commonplace, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, I recently without within the last year couple years don't get a lot of hate comments or you know whatever you want to call it um whereas when I first started getting into the social media scene with my fly fishing pictures and all that stuff um I would get a lot of oh your boyfriend catches all the fish for you huh like oh did he catch that and you just like are holding his fish I'm like 
<laughs> no, I ended up making a little meme video out of it, which I haven't posted in a long time. I might post <laughs> it because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think at this point, it's a little bit unfair for the dudes, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially on social media, um, Sorry. We do get... We're having this conversation and my dog, Wilson, is accosting <laughs> me. So. He's cute, though. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Um, I mean, on social media, it's all pictures, really. And yeah. so if you're a decent-looking girl and you're holding yeah. a fish, then you're going to get ten times more likes than yeah. Yeah. another dude that's yeah. holding a fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, I, there's a little bit of an imbalance on that end, but yeah. definitely don't see as much harassment as I used to so I bring this up for a reason Mm -hmm. because recently Instagram started taking away likes I don't have likes on mine yeah so yeah yeah they started with larger accounts and they start trickling it down Mm -hmm. and you can see (laughs) (laughs) you can see your you can see your likes but no one else can see your likes right and it's predicted that eventually they will take away follower numbers as well because they want people to stay on the platform Mm -hmm. And if you, if you feel like you're not getting the love that you should be getting, mm-hmm. then what's the point of using the platform? Let's go right. over here to TikTok where I can get oh, yeah. 47 million views on a video of me dancing to a, right. you know, Old Town Road <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and in like 15 minutes, right? right? And so the point is, 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 and it's also to kind of curb the bullying and the and the bullshit basically yeah. Yeah. right and I, you know I'm curious what you guys think about that yeah well yeah since I don't have I've actually it's been a few months now that my likes disappeared yeah um so I'm pretty used to it now I don't really I don't mind it um yeah. it was kind of weird at first because I didn't know it was happening yeah, I was yeah. Like, what, what happened to like why does it say blank, blank, and others? Like, yeah. it doesn't say, like, yeah. the amount. Yeah. It just shows... It does show who, but not how many. Yes. Um, and since it happened on my account, um, which I used to be like, okay, am I going to get over 1,000 likes on this yeah. picture? Am I yeah. going to get yeah. 2,000 likes on this picture? And now I'm just like, mm, I'm just going to post this. And I don't care. Like, yeah. since I can't see it anyways. It's a more it's, enjoyable experience, I is, think, for everybody is, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it yeah. makes me feel, not that I'm a competitive person yeah. on social media or anything, but I would, you know, compare, like, oh, this Oh, person, everyone's got yeah. a, a oh, yeah. piece like, of competitive. Yeah. Right, like, oh, yeah. this person got however many yeah. likes on this yeah. picture. Why didn't mine get that many likes? Yeah. Which, and now I'm just like, oh, well, that's a cool picture. There's nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. Which is, it's more peaceful to me yeah yeah I feel like in um I I feel like for myself obviously my account is nowhere near as large as Tessa's but I feel like I have a lot of like I post a lot of my personal stuff as well as fishing and I don't fish as often so um I have never gotten like really anything negative I mean there's always a few people that will point out I think one time I called it was a few years ago, and it was a picture of me holding a, a really small trout in Alaska that I had caught on a yeah. fly rod, and it was, like, the first thing I've ever caught on a fly rod. And I called it a fly pole. Oh, God when forbid. I was little, <laughs> I always called it a fishing pole. Yeah. And, you know, someone yeah. was like, that's actually a, 
a rod, not a pole. You know, yeah. but no one's. I I haven't gotten a lot of flack. I yeah. think that there are people who probably think that my husband Luke catches my fish for me. Realistically, though, he puts in majority of the work. Yeah. You know, I'm the one technically fishing, but I couldn't do it without him. So, I mean. He's somewhat guiding you uh, in a way. Absolutely. He has just as much credit as I do. But as far as the like thing, I don't know when it'll happen to my Instagram. I feel like you kind of just have to have thick skin. Like if you're going to have social media and you're going to let those things bother you, which I know that each person has their own sensitivity level, um, then maybe don't have social media, you know, or something. But for me, like... I don't care. If I like a picture, I'm going to post it. And if it only gets 50 likes, I'm going to be like, okay, that's fine. I like this picture, so that's why I posted it. Yeah, and I think that's the point of it. Right. Is to, you know, as a company who, and and Tessa, you and I have talked about this. um, We've battled that um, ambassador influencer Mm -hmm. game for Mm -hmm. so long. And we've always been of the mindset that we don't want to have, like, like we still don't have a, an an ambassador team. We did it one time. We had like an actual we team, mm-hmm. and we were like, "This is stupid." It's it. Everybody knows that it's people who get a discount for posting right. pictures or get yeah. some free gear for posting pictures right. because that's what you do when you have a business, yeah. right? I mean, it. Shaquille O'Neal gets a free Ford, right? You know, you see, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's just what happens but so we'd rather be transparent about that but we also understand that there are people and then over time this has evolved in the seven years that we've been doing this business and to the point now where it's like we don't want people to say that they have any affiliation with us mm-hmm. we just and we don't want to tell you you need to post two pictures you need to do this it needs to get x amount of likes or we're not going to do work with you yeah. anymore we just want to say you're somebody who we think aligns with our brand. Yeah. Can you take some gear? Here's a discount. Here's some a couple complimentary items. Weave it into your life. Where Don't cram it, it down people's throats. Yeah. Make it organic and let the chips fall where they may. And right? I think people do do that with your guys' gear they for sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. I see it all the time on the river and I'm like, hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and that I I see it when I'm out and I appreciate it, you know. And if I see somebody who's wearing something, I'll typically walk up and thank them and yeah. you know, and it's it's I think I think that's appropriate, yeah, right? I mean absolutely. my my family gets fed by this mm-hmm. business, right? Yeah. But I also don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to work with people who feel like they have to, to just constantly be blasting this stuff. Right, and yeah. Tessa, in your experience, you've worked with some companies in the past, mm-hmm. and has that been a positive or negative experience? Um, no, I appreciate what you're saying for sure, because yeah. there's been, there has been some sponsored posts of mine and some um, brands and companies I've worked with that do, or that do the whole, you know, you have to post this many times a month and we'll give you this or we'll yeah. pay you this. And I've at, at one point I was pretty naive about it and would say yes to everything mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, like I'm getting so many deals. And blah, blah, yeah. blah. And at, at, at that time it was stressful because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to make sure, like it became like, we're going fishing so I can get these pictures. Not, yeah. we're going fishing because we want to go fishing. Takes joy yes. out of it. Yeah. yeah, and so 
Um, it's been a while since I've kind of like worked with a whole bunch of people and mm-hmm. I actually ended up not re-signing contracts this year because yeah. I was kind of over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just wanted to do my own thing, you know, wear what I wanted to wear, mm-hmm. use what I wanted to use and just have that freedom. Um, and I'm so much happier doing yeah. it that way for yeah. sure. Not being told what I'm supposed to post, when I'm supposed to post, what I'm supposed to say in the caption. And just for, you know, the the compensation of it that yeah. ends up not even being worth that stress yeah exactly yeah yeah i you know one of the things that we did early on with our ambassadors so to speak um is we would find people who weren't getting five thousand likes a photo Mm -hmm. and didn't have a hundred thousand followers but we just knew that they aligned with our brand yeah Mm -hmm. and they presented themselves in a in a way that we wanted to be presented Mm -hmm. in the public eye and we just said look we we will help you out mm-hmm. you know cuz there are things that we can do for people yeah. um but we don't want you to just constantly be blasting this mm-hmm. and cramming down people's throats we want it to be organic we want it to feel like real yeah. because mm-hmm. the reality is is you do like the product and you mm-hmm. do like to wear it and it does make you feel confident on the water yeah. so you tell that story the way you mm-hmm. you feel like you want to tell it yeah. And if that means that there's two photos a month, great. Mm-hmm. If there's one photo a month, great too. You know, I mean, it just, it's, it served us well to, to keep that mentality. Yeah. But um, I do, I have seen so many times where it's just absolutely obvi- painfully obvious that people <laughs> are like, yeah, Look at this cooler I got. Yeah. It's the best cooler I've ever used. Yeah. You know, and you're going, yeah, it's right. Like it's the, it's, right. Is it the best one you've ever right. used or is it the freest one you've yeah. ever used? Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, and I I mean, I am one, I mean, not really one to talk because I've done that before. But yeah. it's not, It. I, I am straying away because yeah. I don't enjoy it as much as just being able to do and say what I want to do yeah on my own platform yep yeah so yeah they start to control the message that you put out on your own yeah and I've I've actually there was a point where I would see a drop in followers because it was just painfully obvious and I was like this isn't right this is not who I am this is not really what I want my page to be about Mm -hmm. um there are like certain brands and companies Mm -hmm. that I have a good relationship with and yeah. don't mind you know um talking about them in a post or on a yeah. story because i do believe in their product yeah. and their and their brand and what they stand for and i actually use them while i'm fishing and i yeah. don't just say i use yeah. them yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh, i'm gonna take it out for a picture and then i'm gonna put it away and then use the rod i actually want to use yeah know? yeah well that's that's interesting though it's very you know self-aware mm-hmm. of you to be able to say you know this is affecting my experience mm-hmm. i'm not going to do this anymore mm-hmm. and i'm going to change up um, the way I'm presenting this yeah, stuff. This year, I ended. I and I think I told you I ended up not signing a contract with a pretty large company just yeah. because it's it with a big brand. Yeah, it's cool to work with a really big mm-hmm. brand, but also at the same time with how big of a brand they are, 
you're just a number to them. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not it's no personal connection, no personal relationship to the actual brand. And what are you actually getting out of it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's is the juice worth the squeeze, right? Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <I like that. laughs> yeah. So what's what's new? What's what's next for you guys? Oh gosh, that's a good question because this is like <laughs> this was our next thing was this yeah. trip. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I'll probably come back down in the next couple months because um, I have family here, yeah. and so I visit pretty often. Um, my mom and her boyfriend are coming up to Alaska hopefully this summer, so I get to take them fishing, which is cool. fun. Yeah. But other than that, just kind of hopefully we'll get to fish more this summer. Um, we didn't really this previous summer because we had just graduated college yeah. and we're, we're kind of in the whole, the whole, the whole year really we're in transition of like finding real jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Moving out of our real life. Yeah. Moving out of our college apartment. Student life is over now. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Adjusting from that is, is a big adjustment. Yeah. It was yeah. tough. But Corey, of course, had landed his job before he had even graduated typical Corey <laughs> and so he kind of was dealing with not as much but just as much at the same time if that makes sense mm-hmm. just a bunch of change yeah um, so we didn't really get to fish as much this previous year and I do have the goal to get out more even if I don't have Corey with me yeah um because I like to say I know what I'm doing, but sometimes he's like, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> I know. Well, it's cool to have a partner, too. Right? Yeah. You oh, know? For I sure. mean, when I go fishing, I almost exclusively go fishing with my father-in-law. Yeah. Because I love him. He's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. But he's got years of experience and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that I just don't have. Yeah. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and Sometimes it's cool to just have that fishing buddy, yeah. and all the better that it's your partner in crime, you know. Yes. Right? Yeah. And also, Alaska is dangerous. <laughs> that too. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Everything wants to eat you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. By the way, I would love to come up and and go fishing with you guys oh at some gosh. point. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would love that. Whenever. Yeah. Seriously, they're whenever. great guides. Yeah, <laughs> Even I'd better love friends. To do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I. You know, you guys are only 20 minutes away. I need to go fishing with we you are. guys, too. I know. I know. Luke's always looking for a buddy if I have to work, and I'm like, what boat? What boat does he have? Did he... Well, we have an Aluma Weld yeah. currently, but we've been fishing out of our friend's clacker craft, and yeah. that's dangerous because I do not want to go back to our rickety old Aluma Weld that has the bench seat that yeah. when you're trying to net a fish, you're also trying to jump over yeah. the seeds, and there's no that's room, there's no dry yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's... I, yeah, so, it's kind of hard to beat a clack craft. I'm, it, oh, I, I'm yeah. not. I have oh, yeah. no affiliation with that company whatsoever. No, me neither. But when I go out with Ryan Beck in yeah. his yeah. boat, it's a big sixteen foot, like yes. Supermax or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. It's a Cadillac. Yeah, we were man. comfortable. Well, and even him, he said for his rowing experience yeah. was yeah. W- with four of us in the boat was way better. And yeah. so we're looking for one, and he. He just saw he saw a boat and he was like, yeah, it's like on sale, whatever. I found it here and it's, but it's got the bench seat and I was like, sorry, no, no. <laughs> I have to have the spinny seats because yeah. then I can fish sitting down because I can spin from side to side. Yeah, yeah. So we fished out of a little like red Aluma Weld, yeah. but you might be seeing a nice new boat in the, <laughs> in the next few years. Well, if you need, if you want to go uh, new or slightly used, I do have okay. some friends who work for Clack. Okay. Well, and we if can... the guys at Clack Craft are listening to this Hello. podcast, 
help me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sale for you. Yes. Um, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah. Um, this is going to kind of wrap it up, but it was great to sit and talk with you both. I'm glad that you both got to yeah. do this. And um, the next time you guys come in, maybe we'll have you and Corey in. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you again, and um, give everybody your uh, Instagram handles real quick so they can go follow you on Instagram. Mine is just my name, which is at Tessa Shetter, S-H-E-T-T-E-R. Okay, no uh, underscores or anything? Just all yeah. lowercase, one one word. You had to look your I up. had to look <laughs> Mine is Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, underscore Wildhopper, which is W-I-L-D, as in wild, and then Hopper is H-A-B-E-R. Cool. Thank you guys very much, and uh, we appreciate all of you guys listening. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you dug this episode or any of the episodes in the past, make sure that you share this podcast with at least one of your friends. Um, it really does mean the world to us. We appreciate your support. Make sure you head to the website right now. It's steelheadgear.com or steelhead.com. That's S-T-L-H-D. Um, we've got a bunch of new stuff in the bargain bin, which uh, clearance items were blowing out the wintertime stuff to get ready for spring and summer. we got a brand new limited edition Oregon State Frame hat on the website that I'm sure you're going to dig. And we just added a bunch of flex fit options to our hat list. So, Head to the website, check it out. Check out the new Grundens collab. Uh, the jacket is selling like wildfire, and it is a limited edition. We are not going to have that forever, so make sure you go and grab one of those if that's something that you're looking for. And thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it, guys.